Welcome, guys, to the Full Armor of Game. I'm your host, Zardanya, with the Texing Prince, two of the best in the game. And we have a special treat for you guys tonight. We have our first female guest from Colombia. Her nationality is Colombian. Beautiful. The beautiful Andrea, the feminine woman that you guys want to hear from. She's going to put you guys on game tonight, especially with the juicy topics and questions we have. We bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. We insult my queen. We threaten my people with slavery and death. Andrea, feel free to introduce yourself and tell us how old you are, also where you live and what you do. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. First of all, I'm, I'm really thankful to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, my name is Andrea. I'm from Colombia, born and raised. I am 43 years old. Um, I live in Florida right now, but I do go home quite often. Um, I'm a barber, so um, I do listen to men a lot. And I'm here for all the questions. Okay, so first question I want to start with is, are you dating anyone right now? <laughs> um, not really. Let's just say we're on the talking stages. Um, but there's nothing, you know, we've been on a couple of dates, um, but nothing official. I'm still, I'm still in the market, baby. Yeah, let's hope he's been listening to our podcast, texting Chris, <laughs> and doing everything right. Let's hope he's been doing everything right. But if you want to ask her any questions right now, texting Prince, go ahead and I'll follow up on that. Yeah. So you mentioned you are a barber as in like you do strictly men's hair, correct? Yes. Only men's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what is that like for you on a day-to-day -day basis interacting with men? Like, do you guys talk about any type of dating stuff or just strictly business and like how often are these guys trying to hit on you and can you tell <laughs> when that happens? So, okay. So I feel like there could be two categories when it comes to my job. They are the guys that come not so much for a haircut. They come to talk to someone else that is not the wife that they are technically allowed because they're just getting a haircut. So it's pretty innocent. And then I have the other guys that, you know, just, straight up they just there to relax they don't really talk they just want to be pampered um so you know those i want to say are more the executive guys the guys that work 75 hours a week or their ceos and all that so you know with that there's like a more level of it there's a really good fine line between just straight up you know barber client relationship and then we go into my guys, my regulars, there are quote unquote, my friends. Um, so those are the ones that we do share a lot of different things. We share about dating, we share about um, life, we share about religion, politics, whatever. They just want to be able to have another conversation with a woman that is technically acceptable if they're married or if they have a wife or anything else. Now, I mean, if there are single um it, you know, I mean, if it's cute or whatever, I'll be like, oh, okay, what's what's up with you? And 
normally I try to keep it at the very beginning, super, super professional. I don't want to become up creepy or if anything, I don't want to give a bad example to the people that I work with. I manage a group of women and we all do men's hair. So there is kind of also that um, kind of lead by example type of thing. Uh, but yeah, there is a little bit of like, oh, what's up with this guy? And kind of vice versa. I think at this point in my life, been doing this for eight years. I already kind of know the vibes. And, you know, I kind of, you know, you can kind of tell who's out there looking, who's not, and um, who's out for the fun. You know, I get the guys that walked in, take their ring off, put in their finger. In fact, it's really funny because we literally have a drawer in the barbershop full of wedding rings. So maybe not full, but there's at least 10. They drop them, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 quite, I, I always say there's never a dull moment. It's all kinds of guys, the good ones, the bad ones, the drunk ones, the stinky ones. You name it, we've seen it. So, yeah. Has so I have a question. Has any guy ever asked you out on a date where you rejected them and then you never saw them again? So basically they <laughs> couldn't handle that rejection from a woman. Yeah, unfortunately that does happen. Um I don't want to say often, but it does happen quite a lot. Um I feel like in this profession, a lot of men, maybe, maybe it's me, I don't know, they confuse kindness for interest. I am huge in being kind and being professional and helping as much as I can. So, you know, maybe if I'm too nice, maybe he took it the wrong way, you know, then the the, the text messages start like, it's not so much, can I get an appointment? Is when I can I see you outside of the mm. show, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then, yeah, I have to turn them away and, and it's bad for business. I usually don't see them again or six months go by and it's like, oh, can I come get a haircut? And, you know, but yeah, it does happen and it's really bad for business and it does suck. <laughs> <laughs> you have anything, Adam? Yeah, I would say. So what if there was a guy in a situation where uh, he's going in to get his hair cut or even in other professions where like you said it's it's good to be kind and polite that's just good uh -huh. service you know you have waitresses or bartenders kind of the same idea right. what would be the right approach for a guy if he was trying to hang out with someone like yourself outside of work such a good question i think that goes not so much at work but at the gym also and i tell this to my guys all the time that are trying to approach women don't be creepy. Just be yourself. If you get rejected, still, hey, no worries. See you in three weeks for my next cut. Just don't make it awkward if you get rejected. Rejection is not necessarily personal. I feel like rejection could be I'm not ready today or, you know, you're a client or in, I guess maybe in my you know, for me, it's more that like, it's just a client, let's build a relationship first, maybe a friendship, I'll fill it out and see if it's worth for me taking the risk of losing a client, which means losing money, and dating someone that is worth, you know, losing money for basically. Um, and the same kind of goes at the gym. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are oh, don't approach girls at the gym or yes or no. It just comes down to not what you say it's just how you say it. Just don't be creepy. You know, if you get rejected, brush it off, still be polite, say hi. The more awkward you make it, the worse 
the rejection I feel is going to feel for both sides. I'm going to feel bad because yeah, I rejected you and whatever. And obviously the person that got rejected is not going to be very pleasant for them either. Um, but I think that would be my advice. Just be yourself. Just be like, Hey, you know, if you're interested, I'll love to take you out sometime whenever you're ready. We have great conversation. Good. So then that ball, the ball is on my core. Now I'll be like, okay, maybe, you know, one day, sure. Or maybe one day I'm bored. Hey, I'm available this day. But it's just like the more casual I feel, the better. You know, if you guys get butt hurt because you kind of get rejected, it just kind of makes it worse. Just be cool about it. Okay, cool. Maybe next time I'll bring you a coffee next time I come see you, see you in three weeks. Great haircut. Just brush it off. So those are the guys that I'm like, okay, this is cool. He comes back. He asks me out. He comes back in three weeks. Nothing happened. Now I feel I feel a little bit more comfortable with him, you know, so I maybe started sharing a little story here and there. So maybe start building up that friendship before, oh, just take me out to dinner. Um, mm -hmm. So that like uh, one of the things is like maybe get to know that person a little bit before you ask. I get this all the time. When can I take you out for a drink? Let's all go out for a drink. Well, sir, if you knew me, you knew I don't drink. And I just told Cesar, I, my sleep comes before anything. My sleep is more important than my dating life. I'm in bed by 8.30, 9 o'clock, weekends, Friday, Saturday, no matter what. So I don't drink alcohol. I work out. I go to the gym. I do my thing. I go out to dinner with a girlfriend. But if I go out, my focus is on the person that I'm with. I'm not out there looking. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of thing. Get to know that person a little bit so you can ask the right question instead of, oh, let's go out for drinks. A lot of a lot of key points she made. And I hope you guys are paying attention. And we talked about this texting Prince on our podcast, The Worst Dating Advice, where people coaches say, oh, just go for it. Make your intentions known. Get to know the girl first before you even ask her out. Build a connect like she has like, God damn, in her mind, she's like, at least know my name first before you're so quick to ask me out. Build a connection with her. Same thing with the gym game. I tell guys, don't ask them out right away. The third right. time is a charm. Build that comfort first. When you first see her, get her name, small chit chat. When you see her again, call her by her first name, small chit chat again. Then the third time when you've built that comfort with her, now you can say, hey, listen, I think you're really cool. Let's go out sometime. Right. Yes. Put your number, put your number in my phone. Same thing with her being a barber. Don't ask them out right away. Build that comfort. Your success rate is going to be so much higher. And I used to make this mistake where I thought I just got it like that. Let me get her number right away. They'll give it to you, but they'll ghost you. They'll flake on you. They'll stop answering you because you didn't build that comfort first. They don't know who you are. So that was a great point. I hope everyone was paying attention to that. Okay, it's okay to get to know a girl first. Let her build that comfort with you. Attraction first, comfort second, and seduction. And, and I cannot address this enough. Don't be creepy. Be yourself. Don't come up with, you know, just like be casual about it. Or, you know, if, like if they come to me, you know, just, oh, so uh, um, I like your skirt. I'm, can I go out with you sometime? No, just that, that, no. Complimenting a woman should be, Maybe the first day, but don't like uh, complimenting is good. But when it's right away, it's super creepy. So, you know, just come up with something clever to say. I really can't think of anything at the moment, but just don't be creepy. Be yourself. 
you know, it, it could be something as simple as, hey, I'm sorry, do you have a pen? Like, that's how this guy got me one time. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, let me get you a pen. I'm digging into my gym, blah, 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 blah. Here, blah, blah, blah. Totally planned. He was on the phone, but it walked away with my pen on purpose. He confessed later. So at the end of the work, he's like, oh, I've been looking for you all over the gym. Thank you for, you know, borrowing your pen. So what do you do now that you're done? I don't want to bother you. Totally got me. And then I figured out the agenda. But that was so, that was great. Not Smooth. Crazy, just Totally that was smooth. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to start carrying around a pen with me. <laughs> I'm going to have multiple pens. That was pretty good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, so in one thing, trying to distill this between like the guys listening to this, like when you said, don't be creepy. It's more about how you say it than what you say. Right. Um, is it, and I was going to use the same word, but hurt it if a guy comes on too strong by giving you a compliment and all that right away, does that immediately kind of put you on the defensive? Cause now you feel like he's, you know, you're just waiting for him to ask you out or something like that. Yeah. 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 It just kind of puts that, uh, you know, little red flag. Now, um, you know, now I'm like, okay, I know this guy's agenda. Now I have to switch to, you know, not be so fun and, you know, whatever. I'm just going to be a little bit more serious. So, you know, nowadays with women and not that you, we need to get into that, but traumas and the creepy uncle and just things that now in society have come up, you might trigger that girl with something, you know, and then that's the end for you. So that's what I'm saying. It can just be super casual. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and you heard what she said, right? They'll have their guard up instantly when you over compliment them, when they know you're trying to get in their pants. The nice guy, the typical nice guy, they'll automatically have their guard up. Now they're like, okay, I got to be more serious with this dude. So I don't give him any more inclination that I want something from him or I'm sexually interested in him. So women will have their guard up. But if you have someone with confidence, masculine energy, they go up to you and they compliment you. They give you a genuine compliment. It's completely different, fellas, because they're doing it. They're doing it from their heart. They're not doing it because they want something in return from her. And that's the difference between when the alpha compliments a girl, where I tell a girl, you have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen. I'm saying it in a way where I don't want her to validate me back. I don't want anything back from her. I'm saying it because I truly mean it. I but noticed I think something. You don't, and it's you don't come up to a girl and you're like, oh my God, you have beautiful eyes. What's your no, number? No, no, you don't no, act like don't you gotta be that. like James Bond. Yeah, James <laughs> Bond is chill. He's not waving his tail like a puppy dog around no. women. No, he's cool, yeah. calm, and collected. And women can sense that. Wow, this guy is very comfortable being around beautiful women. Yeah, daddy and energy. It's, it's it's that vibe, right? So mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, Andre, so you being Colombian. What types of men do you go for? Is there a specific race or it doesn't matter as long as they have masculine qualities or they have to have these types of qualities? I mean, personally, I'm not saying we're all Colombians. I mean, I I am a sucker for the white boys. I do like him. I'm not really attracted to Spanish men or black men. Not not to say it's bad. Personally, I like the white boys. And there is a very specific reason why. It's, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm attracted to them physically, but in general, American men don't have the mommy entitlement or mentality 
American women are very strong women, especially, you know, the moms that are now grandmas, you know, born in the 60s, 70s, that they're raised their boys correctly. So they're going to be men that are going to be more appreciative or a Spanish woman. I mean, unfortunately, well, fortunately, unfortunately, whatever, however, depends on who sees it. We were raised to take care of our husbands and take care of our kids. So, uh, you know, most of Spanish men, I feel like that's what is expected, you know. Plus, nowadays, it's expected for her to also cook and clean, take care of the house, take care of the kids. Um, I feel like with American men, they they have so much more appreciation for perhaps that background, that background of taking care of a man, taking care of a house. If she wants to work, work. If she doesn't want to work, don't work. I mean, that depends on the financials of the family or whatever the dynamic is. But I think in general, American men appreciate a Spanish woman more to the core, not so much for the pretty or the long hair, or but it's, just, it's a traditional we're more traditional feminine women. And I think that is why I am more attracted to that. I'm attracted to a man that is not entitled or doesn't feel entitled for me cooking, cleaning, taking care of everything. I will happily do it for the man that I will be with or that I will be submitted to. But, you know, Spanish men in general, that's just expected because that's that's how they were raised and that's how their mothers raised them to find a wife and a mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have so. a, a question for you. Is there a difference you can see when you're talking to your male clients about dating relationships, you know, women versus when you're talking with all your coworkers, all your female coworkers about them? Is there a difference that you can discern between how men versus how women talk about dating and relationships? Um, I mean, yes and no. Um, I think that in general, the women, well, first of all, the women that I work with, they're all kind of like married and in relationships. So if anything, there are the ones always kind of giving me a little bit of like advice or things like that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we talked about it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like it, it's so out there nowadays, the dating scene and the dating apps. And um, <clears throat> about a year ago, I was on a dating app. So the girls will help me like, yes, no, yes, no. So I mean, yeah, we have, but in general, we don't really talk about it because for them, they're already kind of in relationships. Um, I do have other girlfriends. Um, well, my best friend, she's also married, but my other best friend, she lives in Tampa and she's also in her late 40s and she's also single. And the struggle that she's having is she goes for the younger guys and that never works. We can get into that subject also. They're fun, they're great. Sex is amazing, but when there's 15 years of gap between a man and a woman, the woman being older, it's just mentally, it just doesn't work. So I think for her, she needs to work on that. So we do talk about the dating life, but we just kind of go for different type of men. So it's kind of never the same. Yeah, I think a lot of men, they will date older single mothers or older, beautiful feminine women, but to get into anything serious with them, when it has, when there's that age gap, you have to have an understanding, right? Right. This might not be anything more serious than casual. Right. Okay. Or, and I agree. I with mean, that. I've seen it with the guy just really madly falls in love. Like she has one, she had a guy, great guy. He felt madly in love with her. But at the end of the day, 
He wanted a family. He wanted kids. And for her, being 47 years old, that was not in the cards for her. So with a lot of pain in her heart, she had to let him go. And it was on his, you know, 32 year old, it was very hard for him to understand if everything's great, if we love each other, why are you letting me go? And so it was really hard for him to understand that she was anything doing him a favor. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think it's important. Her and I talked about this good men, good, good man need to have kids is their duty is their job is you guys is, I don't know, mm-hmm. Adam, if you have kids, but it's you guys' duty to raise good men, more men like you, because as we know, <laughs> it's just, you know, men are not being raised correctly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you, could you elaborate on that though? When you say not raised correctly in, in a sense, I know on your own, you know, your own opinion on that, but like, what would, what do you think would be the proper way for a man, you know, a, a guy to raise a, a boy and I know this is going to sound terrible, but I feel like the first thing that needs to be corrected, I mean, there's nothing we can do about the educational system. So everything has to be at home. I think homeschooling right now will be key for girls also, but especially for men, men need to learn to be men. Men need to learn how to take care of a house, you know, do like finances. I mean, so does a woman, but I feel like that needs to be addressed in a different way. So I feel like for a man, a man needs to, or a boy needs to learn how to be a man. And I just don't, I think with all the, and especially a lot of feminist moms, they baby their boys, they're my boy and this and that. I just saw a video of this woman arguing on TikTok because she let her son wear black nail polish. No, no, that is not the correct way to raise a leader, raise an alpha male, to raise someone that's going to be good for society. You know, I think um, with Cesar, we we did this thing where he said, you know, a man is always going to be the head of the household. Teach the boys how to be heads of the household. You know, um, and I said, you know, a woman's going to be the neck. She kind of controls where the head goes Mm -hmm. and supports the head. And I feel like that dynamic is what he needs to be teach to kids right now. Um, I, I, if I was a mom right now, I mean, my daughter is older. I don't know how she got so good, but if I had to have a boy right now, I would let, not let him go to school and definitely not college. That's just me. Because he would be, in your opinion, like feminized by the culture, by the female yeah. teachers, by what's being spread around him and kind or of college or all this like woke movement or it's okay yeah. to be this, it's okay to be a boy, but be a girl. I mean, it's just these kids are growing up so fucking confused. Excuse my French. They're so confused. Okay, so I'm a boy, but it's already right. It's okay to be a girl, but it just, it, it just, I don't know when it went so wrong. But that to me, that will be just keep your kids at home, put them in sports so they can socialize with other kids, let them get hurt. You know, it, it was so funny because I I was at the park with my nephew. I went to Columbia a few weeks ago and he fell or whatever. And my sister, you're okay, you're okay. <laughs> when my brother fell off of a swing, my dad get up and you're walking home but uh 
nothing. You fell out of a swing. That is nobody's problem. Nobody wants to hear your cry. I remember him. My brother was like, what, eight? And my dad was like, be a man and stop crying. Was that harsh? Maybe. Did that bail my brother some character? Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, that, that, he learned that's interesting. That day, yeah. Yeah. He learned I, that I, more I, to be, a, a, be strong. I mean, that's the job. That's the male's job. Be strong. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I taught uh, public school second grade for five or six years. And that was I taught with mostly women teachers, but that would be a difference. I really noticed the kid falls down or something. You know, the women teachers would come over, coddle them. Oh, are you OK? All, and like all this and just like really feed into that attention they were getting from crying or, or getting. That's from. It. Are you OK? Yes, I'm OK. OK, good. You don't need to call. Are you OK? No, I mean, yeah. Ask, are you OK? No, I'm not. What's hurting? Without the mommy, without the, you know, okay, what's hurting you? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, well, you're good. You're fine. You're alive. Go on. You know, yeah, my I daughter just, always it... said that too. I mean, I raised her. We bum heads when she was eight, nine, because I was trying to raise a feminine but strong woman, you know? And she, right now, she's 22 and she thanks me all the time. She's like, you know, it was so hard. You were so hard on me. But now I appreciate that now. Well, there you go. I think that for men, it should be the same. What do you what do you think of feminism and the whole feminist movement? Do you agree with it? Do you think that naturally feminine women have inner grace, I, inner feminine strength where they don't need a movement like feminism? Feminism is not feminine women. It's kind of the opposite. Feminism is encouraging women to be equal as men. And that is the most horrific thing I've ever heard in my life. We're not equal. God did not made us to be equal. You know, it's like the yin and yang. So why all of a sudden the feminism movement wants women to be equal to men. That's what I understand. It's just there's so much of the feminism movement that I don't understand. I guess maybe because I disagree with it so much. And I just, I tune it out. Like, I just don't even want to hear it. Like, it's just so ridiculous to me that women rising. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I think we women can be known for that, for being, first of all, supporting each other. And that's something that I feel like I don't know why there's so much hate in between women, men, you guys throw a couple punch, you're cool off. But with women, it's just this constant criticism and not for nothing, but mostly comes from the fem feminist women or the feminist movement, criticizing other women like me for being the way I am and for, you know, believing in the alpha males and, the, you know, believing that a man is not Somebody said to me, so you think that men are superior? No, it's not a competition. It's not a being superior, being inferior. It's it's a compliment. You know, I'm as equal as a man as far as my feelings and me being a human. But from my physical parts, for everything, I'm completely mm -hmm. different. I'm here to support my man just like my man is here to support me. Nobody's better. Nobody's superior. We just complement each other. So... I mean, again, I, there might be some things that I could maybe agree. There's some things that I might disagree. But in general, I just don't understand that concept of feminism because it, I mean, it, not, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm.
<laughs> so, Fair enough. Yeah, uh, I agree. So, one hundred percent. Yeah, well said. Uh, what signs? So we know with like a lot of a lot of women will say that I was giving the guy the signs, and then the guy's almost kind of clueless in a sense of the signs that a girl's interested because us men are very direct in our approach, and women are more indirect. They're more sending mm-hmm. subtle clues. So are there some things that you can think of when you're you personally are interested in a man doesn't have to be uh, a client of yours from the barbershop, but just in general, what are some signs that you do that Easy. show that you're interested in a man? <laughs> it's really unfair, I guess, if you said it. It's really easy for me to check out a neck half the time if a guy is going to need a neck shade or something. Hey, I noticed you need a neck shave. Here's my car. I'm a barber. I'm in blah, 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 blah. Come see me. And my car has my number. They're like, oh, oh, okay. Where are you at? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, right here, blah, blah. I'm a licensed barber. Usually I'm really good. And I can tell, yeah, I can tell you do that skin fade right here. A little blah, I got you. I can tell you really need it. So that's that's my, my pickup line is just, hey, I can help you. <laughs> That's smart. That's really smart. Yeah, that is good. So, so what about, I'm about like, to make cards, Adam. I'm about to make what, cards. Yeah. <laughs> what about, <Penning> cards. <laughs> what about two guys that are running into a lot of women that don't have this same type of occupation? But like, let's just say you're out somewhere at the bar. Or, well, not the bar because you don't drink, but you're meeting a guy in the wild. Are there things that you do with your hair? Are there ways that you smile? Do you laugh at? Like, what are some things that you do when you're trying to like show that you're interested rather than throw the card out there? I mean, oh, that is a hard question because I am such an introvert at heart. And to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever, before I started this profession, I don't think I ever did or threw signs. And I'm going to tell you why. When you grew up in the middle of a civil war, like it was in Colombia in the 80s with Pablo Escobar and everything going on, it was embraided in my brain. You do not talk to strangers. You're a pretty little girl. You look like a doll. You're very easy to kidnap, whatever, whatever. I remember my grandmother, my mom, everyone, don't talk to straight. You don't talk. Or they were like, don't, don't talk. Don't say anything. Don't talk. So I was raised always kind of walking with my head down, which has been one of the things that I've worked on um, when, you know, you work with your little trauma. So whatever, because I was, I've always been extremely introverted when it comes to, coming up to people or saying something or, you know, an attractive man, I I could never, my girlfriends will make fun of me my whole life. They're like, Andrea, like any guy will talk to you. Why don't you come up to him? Nope. They will have to go get the guy for me because I will never have the guts to talk to anyone. And I think it just comes from that little voice. Don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to anyone. They're going to kidnap you. So, I mean, if I didn't have the profession that I have right now, I mean, I'll be on the dating side. I don't know. Or I have my girlfriends go get them because I honestly, I couldn't tell you. I would not know how to throw clues. I mean, I think, I mean, I've seen my girlfriends send shots to the guys. I, it's just crazy things that I will never do. But hey, to each their own. <laughs> See, that's another that's another point I want men to understand. The more feminine a woman is, the less chances she's going to approach you. So a lot of these red pillars or guys that are too scared to approach women and think women should approach them. It's not feminine energy 
to go up to a man and approach mm -hmm. him. Unless with your idea, which is smart, you have the card and you let your intentions be known in a smooth way. But a lot of feminine women, they'll leave you clues. They'll leave you clues. The old folklore of her dropping the mm -hmm. handkerchief in front of you, you picking it up, starting a conversation. But her playing yeah. with her hair, constantly being next to you in your vicinity, even her smiling at you when she makes eye contact. If she keeps playing with her hair, adjusting her bra strap, adjusting her jeans, she's grooming herself because she's yeah, attractive. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely okay. see that. Yep. But feminine women like yourself, I understand. Like it, it's gonna be, it's gonna take a masculine man to actually go and up to you. Same and with texting. You. Like every guy, sometimes, and I think we can get into with the guy that I'm dating. I don't text guys. I don't text him. You know, I reply, but I never ever initiate a text. And I've had guys. To me, they're pretty beta. If you expect me to text you, you're not for me. I don't look. I just sit here and wait. And I've been my mom. Everybody's like, mm, good luck with that. Well, I am not going to chase anyone. I am not going to chase anyone. It's not my place. Like, I feel so uncomfortable, quote, unquote, chasing a man. Like, that is not my job. So men's are hunters. I've, my dad already, he told me two things. Men are hunters. Leave them alone. And the other thing that he said, what a man doesn't get in his own house He's going to find it somewhere else. I think that fucked me up a little bit, but it's so true. And I see it with my clients all the time. So for me, those two things, I respect man. I know my place. And I know that if a guy is very interested, he's going to text me. I am going to reply. I'm going to keep going the conversation, but I will never initiate. Also, oh, when we're going now, so uh, when am I going to see you? And, oh, that's so clenched to me when my friends are like, yeah, I just ask him. When are we going to see him again? I'm like, why? That's terrible. Don't ever ask a guy, when are you going to see him again? Like, that's his, that's for him to decide. If he doesn't come to you, then he doesn't like you, you know? So that's the other thing. I, approaching and the whole texting is gone out of control. <laughs> Your thoughts on that? Adam. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I know you got so, a lot of thoughts on that. Oh, I do have some thoughts yeah. on that one. But so how I would fire back at that is like you said, if he does, if he tech, if he doesn't text you, he's not interested or, you know, whatnot. So what about on the guys and hearing the same thing? Cause the thing that a lot of men are run into these days is guys get put in the friend zone and they get used just to take, you know, girls out on dates or they get used. So again, right. on the flip side, I could tell a guy, if she's not texting you, she's not interested. Don't go after that because she's just, if she responds then all the powers in her court. And now that to me changes the dynamics of guy being the leader girl being the follower, because now it's making, you know, it, it's, it's making the guy chase, chase, chase. And to me, that's beta. I mean, I think there's a fine line, like everything else, you got to take everything in like context and just kind of make your own like soup with it. If you're not getting, uh, let's say, I don't know how to explain it, but if you're not being mirror your behavior, like if you're texting the girl and he's like, she's not interested and he's the one texting all the time and she takes two hours to reply and it's always like never a question, like a guy asks me so and like, what's your day? And she's never like, my day was la 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 la. And that was it. And then expects again, initiate another one. The way I do it, how was your, my day was great. How was yours? You know, how is whatever he told me the day before he was going to do? So 
I engage in the conversation, but I necessarily don't initiate it. And I think that's what it needs to be taken in consideration with when the example with the example that you're giving. So if your efforts are not being mirrored, then definitely she's not interested. But I guarantee you, if she is interested, she's gonna wanna keep going. That she's gonna wanna get the the conversation going. It's going to one of the flow. Hopefully we, I mean, at least with me, I hope, okay, maybe the conversation, it turns into like, yeah, let's do that soon. Or, you know, when we talk about, you know, mutual interests or whatever, that's the chance to be like, oh, let's do that soon. So you're kind of opening the doors for a little date. And again, it's not creepy, you know, right off the bat. So I think like that, just for the guys, you know, like you said, they're listening there on the other hand, just read the room, literally. If you're not being reciprocated, if your effort to communicate is not being reciprocated in mirror, she doesn't like you. You know, if you initiate a conversation and she's literally interested in getting to know and asking questions and, you know, just keeping the flow going, then I don't see why he can't initiate the conversation anytime as he should. I knew I knew several women like that. It was rare where they were so feminine. It took them at least a year before they even started really reaching out to me and texting me. But every time I texted them, they were always compliant. They always answered. They were always interested. I could have told them, let's hang out right now. They would have stopped what they're doing and they would have came and saw me. So exactly. there's always right there. There's always exceptions. And I think a lot of feminine women that are truly in their feminine, they want a guy that's going to lead the way for them. But you're not. Yeah, you're not texting her being a beta male simp or over validating no. her over compliment. You know that if you you're giving her attention, she's giving you sex in return. Lead the conversation, you know, like a real man, lead, provide and protect. And that goes with everything, conversation, texting, food, like whatever. I hate when the guys are like, ask me for a day. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Oh, oh you know that's Never so mind. annoying. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I got cramps. Yeah, that's so Just uncertainty. You never ask the girl what she wants to do. You make commands. We're going here at eight o'clock, right? Or meet me here at eight o'clock. Yeah. Okay? And the only my, the only thing I could answer is, is what what if you ask a man, oh, what should I wear? That's the only response I should give. That's you back. it. That's my always reference. Yeah. No, what I said. What do you want me to wear? Yeah. Perfect. You see textbook right there. That's it. (laughs) You got one, Zara. I got another one if if not. Yeah. So I wanted. Okay. She messaged me about this specific situation with a guy she did find attractive. Prince. Okay. So unsolicited penis pics. Oh, oh okay. no. She, yeah, he Absolutely ended up he, he ended up sending her one and she lost all attraction where she didn't ask for it. She that didn't has want a story it. Of but randomly, I don't understand. And I don't understand why men like there's a new resurgence of this where they think women are going to be attractive visually. Let me send her a, you know, an unsolicited pick. I'm like, oh, my, I've never done that in my life. But go ahead. Let's, let's you, hear the you, story. You had, you had a story about that? There is the whole story, and you guys are gonna die. And I hope this. <laughs> I hope okay. He sees it. So we went to dinner. Things were doing good. We talked about it. I'm like, I hate D pics. Blah blah blah. Clearly, you didn't listen. It's so cringy to even think about it. I'm at work. <laughs> My job is really busy. I get really busy. So it's a Sunday afternoon. Our Sundays are one of our busiest days. 
I looked at my phone at 5.30. And there is the D-pick. But this is, you guys, the caption is what you guys need to remember. The caption read, fix this. Cringe. I lost it. I typed a whole paragraph. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. Now this is different. So my reply was, my dishwasher is broken. Are you going to fix that too? <laughs> was was he aroused? That's, that's what I want to know. Or was he... Was was he when he met by like fix this? Was, did he mean like <laughs> you got to like get some oh, blood flowing? Honestly, get some I, blood flow through this. Yeah, did he mean give it a haircut? Was, yeah, did he no, mean I, shape it up? I, like what did he mean? I did not give that any oxygen of my. I just kind of, oh didn't give any detail. Looked away, closed it, and my reply. I dated up. I take a whole paragraph. This is gross. I talk to you. I'm like no no no. We're gonna play this. So my reply was, my dishwasher is broken. Are you going to fix that? His reply was, what's wrong with it? So I'm proceeding you know, to tell him, forget, completely dismiss the picture. I didn't say anything about the picture, blah, 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 blah. So, um, you know, that just completely threw me off. I started to like ghosting him for a couple of days. And, you know, he wanted to see me and I'm like, no, I'm busy. Now I'm replying every six hours, barely replying, short, blah, 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 blah. So Friday comes in and he's like, hey, are you at the shop? Cool. I'm like, yep. Oh, God. Ooh. He's like, I'm on my way. I'm like, why? I'm really busy. He's like, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> he bought me a dishwasher. No, he didn't. Oh no, so, he that took a that took this, a turn. I haven't even slept with this guy either. That took Nothing. a turn. Nothing. He shows up with a dishwasher, blah blah blah, and he texted me before he showed up, and I sadly had to decline. I'm like, oh, we can talk about this later. Like, I don't, you don't have to get me this, blah blah blah. And then he's like, well, you sure fucked up this surprise. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um, that was it. I broke up with a guy. He sent me the receipt to Lowe's. And he's like, do you want it? You want me to send it back? I'm like, please take it back. And wow. never talk to me again. So wow. I hope he learned his lesson. I mean, it did cost him a day. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cringe. That, I didn't expect that, that side of that story where he bought you a fucking dishwasher. He bought me a fucking dishwasher. This, like this is what a lot of beta men do, right? And in order to apologize, they'll start buying girls gifts mm -mm. To, to show their apology. They show up unwanted to their job, to certain places, and you, you just keep pushing her further and further away. Correct. I would have kept the dishwasher personally, but that was <laughs> <That's what> everyone <laughs> says. That and, and this is another thing. Guys, listen to what women tell you. She told him during the date she doesn't like those types of pics. And he still sent her one anyways. Like, guys, are, they're too busy trying to get in, the, in a woman's pants where you're not even listening. If you're one of those guys that has a good listening ear, you're going to stand out for majority of the other men out there. It's, if you it's truly those, know it's those little things. Is they, yeah. you know, I remember you like this, blah, blah, blah. How do you remember? Like, those little details, you mm -hmm. know, that shows us that you're not just you know, listening, fantasizing about 
you know, the happy ending, you're literally actually paying attention. Um, that was the me. game changer. That was the game changer for me when it came to dating, where I actually started listening to what the women were saying. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Because women love talking about themselves. Ask them questions and remember okay. what they say. Remember. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I think that it goes kind of both ways. Ask yeah. questions about this guy. Also get to know him. I mean, usually I try to be as quiet as possible and let them talk because they're pretty hilarious at trying to impress me. So I just let them talk. But at the same token, you know, I mean, I do speak up. But yeah, I mean, like I said, normal, please, no dick pics. That's just horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I literally texted you the next day. I was so like, I was so I'm like, how do I fix it? Like this just got to stop. I'm like, oh, my God him and i just lost it <laughs> uh, so i have a question for you and I, I just want you to say it in your own words how you when we hear of nice guy versus bad boy and again in this context for dating usually the bad boys are the ones that have game or they uh, you know are better at communicating and talking with women or you could even say beta versus alpha how do you how would you describe you know the difference between the two good question so that is actually a great question because muscles I've came to find out mean absolutely nothing. Most of the most beta males I know are gym rats. They're bodybuilders. They're in the military and they're the biggest pussies ever. So how can I tell? Um, one of my like kind of like big, let's say green flags in a way is it's that is the planning. Um be here, you know, I want to take you here. And like the guy that I've been kind of currently seeing me, he literally, he just, he's such a good planner. I love that. I literally just have to be like, okay, what am I wearing? He plans fun days. He plans fun things. He's interested in what I'm, what I'm saying. Um, and the little things, the opening the doors, the, um, I know this dessert, let me order that for you. I think you'll like it. It's just the little things that I can tell, you know, the difference between, you know, an alpha and a beta. Now, the bad boys or the cute guys with the muscles or anything, it's it's always a red flag like, like that. Like when they start talking about too much about themselves, that's always going to be they don't ask questions or like I say something and then I have to like, I just told you that five minutes ago. Like they even five minutes ago, they're not paying attention. I can just tell they're just trying to get in my pants usually they're going to be, and this is really weird, you guys. The men that are like that always going to, at some point, mention their mom. They're like mm. mama's voice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, my mom always told me, or my mom did this. Ooh. Oh, and I was little, blah, 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 blah. So that's another, like, huge flag. Like, guys that are guys' guys, they are more on the dad. Like, yeah, like, me and my dad used to go hunting, and blah, 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 blah. Then also... Guys, guys, always oh, about the mommy or the ma. Oh my God, there's this guy in my Instagram that he hangs out with ma and he's like 45 years old. <laughs> ma. Oh. <laughs> Just cringe. Cringe. You she made a great shopping point. Not hanging out with ma. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah, Get Adam, she just, she just made a great point that I even overlooked about the men constantly, the beta men mentioning their mom, mom, but then the oh. alpha will mention stories about their fathers, All like the their fathers. Me, my dad did this. My dad was that right. Mm -hmm. Badass stories. That is yeah. that's that's a gem right there that she just told you guys. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, so I hear it with my clients, like I said, you know, being around boys, you can just kind of, you know, pick up. I mean, that's it. I mean, here in Florida, there's a lot of those, you know, gun guys and Trumps and, you know, I don't necessarily think they're going to be alphas, but, you know, they're guys, guys. And I think that's what we women want, that daddy energy that, you know, the guys that, you know, they're going to have the guns and the thing like, I don't mind. And a lot of women are like, oh, I don't want my man to have a gun. Well, you know, the shit goes down and zombie apocalypse. What are you going to do? You're going to defend your man? No. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, yeah, that's it. A, a man needs to be raised by their dads. Learn to use a weapon, fellas. Women instinctively feel like you can protect them. There's something mm-hmm. primal and attractive about that. And it's very dangerous as well. If you know how to handle a weapon, that makes you look good and more attractive. But she right. said her key points there, how muscles don't make you alpha. Like some of the mm-hmm. biggest beta men she's met were in the military, had big muscles, were gym rats. What do we always tell you guys? It's what's in here. It's your mind. It's your attitude. That's what makes you an alpha. Muscles help, course, but if you don't have that attitude to back it up, you, you can't hide right. that. Those, you can't hide that and that's another, like, I feel like that's another feminism thing with a toxic masculinity. A man that owns a gun is toxic or a man that looks certain way is toxic or a man that doesn't, whatever is toxic. And that's another way to diminish men and to take them out of what men should be doing you know like men should should be men it's okay for a man to do have a gun and at the end of the day those manly men are the less toxic man because they know how to treat a woman because their dad taught them that if they mistreat their mom or they talk back to their mom they're gonna get slapped the shit out and it's gonna be the end of it so those are the most you know kind loyal they are mm-hmm. always going to open the door for you, but they are also going to lead with, you're going to do what I say, but, you know, in a very mm-hmm. kind, manly way. You know, I think you and I talked about this. A woman will submit to a man that's going to lead to them, that's going to provide for them, and that's going to protect them. And that protection that you said, that physical protection is extremely important, especially for me. I'm 98 pounds. I'm five one. I need that man. But also, it's going to protect my feelings, my emotions, because with women, it's complicated. We're complicated that way. You have to, you know, include that in, you know, sometimes we overthink things and, you know, we want to be, sometimes we just want to hug, like, we have a bad period. We had a bad day. We're crampy. We're grumpy. We just need a hug. We just need a man to be like, you know what? It's okay, baby. I got you today. You have nothing to mm. worry about. Those are the best men. That's not going to make you weak. The abusers, the betas, they're going to be, what's wrong with you? It's just your period. That comes every mm. month. Like It was yeah. going to have a zero sympathy for us. So those toxic mm-hmm. men are always going to be the best men, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had just have one last thing I'm curious about here is um, like when you said, you know, if you have a bad day and the guy's just there to just basically, you know, he's like, hey, don't worry about it. I got you. On the flip side, what does it make you feel if there's a guy in your life that tries to like it, like kind of feminism and everything's pushing to, you know, share your all your emotions with women, communicate everything, tell her about your trauma, tell her about all that. How do you feel being a woman when a guy is the one that's basically uh, unloading his emotions on you? 
and, and not, sharing his weaknesses and sharing no. his weaknesses. Yeah. I mean, I think that that has to be built with trust. You know, I mean, if you're dating a man, if you're dating a girl for like three, four weeks, please don't unload your Iraq traumas or everything you went through. I sure have a shell of traumas, but I'm not going to unload that in a month. I think all those conversations can come you know, organically, like if you vie with the person, of course, I'm going to be sympathetic of a man telling me what happened to him or whatever traumas he had. I'm the less judgmental person. Now, my or, or what I will focus on is how are you handling it now? I don't mm. care about your past. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care about if you need to cry, if something happened to you, by all means, we're having a heart to heart conversation, do it. But it, the difference is, are you still hang up on that? Are you still going to be whatever? Are you going to still fight depression? Are you, or you're handling it or you're taking care of control. You go in the gym, you're not taking drugs. You're not taking antidepressants. I mean, to me, weed is fine. I smoke weed. It's great for anxiety, PTSD, whatever. Like, what are you doing to help yourself? Or are you expecting me to take care of you and your feelings and your fucked up past? It's not going to happen. So, and I feel like all that conversation that comes like just organically in conversation, and then you can just mm-hmm. kind of feel it out. I think for a man, it's important to trust the woman that she's with and tell her, you know, what happened to you, but not necessarily put put it on her to heal you. You know, heal yourself so you can be a good partner and learn mm-hmm. from what happened from your past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, and I, this I is that's think- go ahead, go ahead, Adam. I'll, I'll uh, give my yeah, input I was just going to say, I think that kind of goes back to the the mother thing, too, because mm-hmm. as men, that's typically the one growing up that you could share your weaknesses and she would coddle you and all, all that. But that m- energy of looking, going for a woman, trying to attract a woman, the only woman that's going to put up with that type of unloading is your mother, your birth mother, but not a girl you're trying to date, not your girlfriend, and all that. That's not her job to coddle you like your mother did exactly exactly like i say you can share your experience and your traumas but take care of it don't expect me to take care of it i'm gonna have love and compassion for you you're entitled to you know i think that's how you build trust and compassion but if you need healing go to a therapist or go to your mother i'm not here to heal you i'm here for you to support you but i'm not here to you know and that's 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 the notion that a lot of men have because you always hear that expression oh men want a woman that reminds them of their mother. So automatically they think, oh, I can treat her like she's my mother. She reminds me of my mom. Let me start unloading all my problems with her. And I keep telling you guys, man, and I get a lot of hate on videos when when I make videos on this topic. Women aren't your 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 woman isn't your therapist. The matter of the fact is no one gives a shit about your problems. Like, let's be real here. No one does. We go through our own problems. We don't care about your problems. Neither does your woman, bro. She doesn't give a fuck about your problems. All she cares about is how you handle them. Are you resilient enough to bounce back? We have to be like cats where no matter what height we fall from, we're always going to land on our feet because a lioness doesn't give a fuck about what a lion has been through. All she cares about is can he protect me and my, my pride, my family? Is he resilient enough? to overcome his battles 
Right. Yeah, he has scars. He has his wounds. Is he going to be able to get up the next morning, lick them, and and move on, live to fight another day? That's all she cares about. Same thing with women. They don't care mm-hmm. about what you've been through or, oh, my God, I've been through this trauma. I need your help, baby. I need to be coddled. Could you imagine? A lioness isn't going to go for that type of lion. They're like, ah, no, too weak. Don't yep. care. A hundred percent. Now, it's not to say that if you come to us with a problem, we're not going to listen and have compassion, like I said, but that's as far as my support is going to be. I'll be here for you. I'll support you. But at the end of the day, you're a big boy. You have to take care of your problems and perhaps the family problems. If anything's going on, mm-hmm. you know, men need to be physically strong, headstrong. And, you know, like I, I cannot say it enough, lead, provide and protect in every way. And at our end, we need to support our man, support our family, take care of our children, educate our children, you know, give them, you know, support them with good food, with good education, with good morals, whether it's mm-hmm. a boy or a girl, everybody needs good morals. And I think that's where the feminine comes, you know, creating compassion, creating empathy. And then the man just does the physical part and the support and as we're there for the emotional part. Now that, you know, some women kind of cross that line where they're boys, a hundred percent. But I feel like that's when the dads come in. And it's like, you can still be like a boy mom, like my best friend, she's the best boy mom ever. She doesn't curdle her kids. You know, her and I are very, very similar in that way. But she's there to support. You fell off. Okay, let me see. All right, you're going to be okay. You want me to give it a kiss? She kisses me. Went out. But she's never, okay, baby, come here. You're going to be fun, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. And don't cry. Don't mm-hmm. cry. Yeah, please. For the love of God, do not cry oh, in front yeah. of your girl. <laughs> For the love of Adam, <laughs> I'm telling you, we're laughing, but I get so much hate when I make videos like this. And, yeah, and, I, and guys will say, oh, what do you mean I can't cry in front of my girl? So why I mean, am I even with her? Like, that's why I'm in the relationship. I'm like, and there is like, oh, I got a little choked up. Like, if you're telling a story and I have a guy, like one of my guys is going through hell right now. And, you know, he sits in my chair just, you know, for support and therapy. And yeah, when he's telling the story, he gets a little choked up, teary eyes, but he snaps out of it. And but I also seen that ah, don't leave me. Please. No, God, no. No, no, you know, is yeah, I'll probably get a lot of hate for it, but I mean, uh, you know, boys are allowed to cry, men are not, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you have a guy, if a man's you know going around crying and sobbing, who's now who's now going to lead through that situation? Now you're putting that burden on. Well, the what's going to happen when I have a period and I'm crying and I'm emotional? So what we're both going to cry? Oh yeah. God! This is this is this is this is my take on it, right? And this is why it's so repulsive when a man is crying in front of women or crying in front of his girl. Okay, this is how repulsive this is. Picture yourself going into battle. And the guy you're with starts crying. He's scared. He starts crying. You're going to look at this dude and you're like, bro, what the fuck? I don't even want to go into battle with you anymore. Right. That's what that's the same thing, because there's a certain type of energy that men feed off of and women. If you're going into battle, you want the guy that's ready to die. You're like, bro, I'm ready. Like, I got this. I can lead the way for you. Right. Troy, you look at Troy Achilles. He never cried. He's like, I got to do this again. Right. Let me right. show you guys how it's done. Now you have an army that's going to follow you. 
with women, imagine her man starts crying. She's like, wow, this bitch can't even lead the way for me. Like they're oh. symp they're sympathetic, they're compassionate. They'll show you their compassion, but in in internally they start drying up. They're like, "Oh my god!" Like, I, you know, they lose attraction for you, and it's yep. it's the same situation. Yep, totally agree. Um, all right, I got to go here in about ten minutes. Is there any final things either of you guys want to end with? And of course, uh, is it Andrea or Andrea? It's Andrea, but either Andrea. Either way. <laughs> and of course, at the end, you can mention if you want anyone to follow you on any TikTok or any oh. socials or whatever, you know, we appreciate you having you on here. Um, but is there anything either of you guys want to end off, to end on some final uh, thoughts? Yeah. So, Andre, I wanted to ask you, what's the difference, right? You go to Colombia, you see the men there or the women, and then you come back to this beautiful country of ours you call America. Um, and you see you see the dynamics here with the feminine men and the masculine women. Mm -hmm. Right. Who do you yeah. think seems happier in relationships? You think the, the couples here seem happier or in Colombia in such a let's say like a third world country. Right. Who seems who seems happier? I, I, I feel that Latinos are definitely happier in relationships because mm -hmm. unfortunately, and I say it again, again, I'm probably going to cancel the feminism is not like that. I mean, we hear about it, they hear about it, they kind of like in a way, in a way, just like ignore it. Like we know it's there, it's America, it's the free country, you know, but in Colombia, boys are boys and girls are girls and everybody knows their place. I feel like I've been to other countries and it's pretty much the same. Europeans are very, you know, kind of same, let's say old school, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like it's just here in America where it's just gone out of control. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I love this talks because I, you know, I don't know. I know you guys have a big platform and, and, and it's just something needs to be done. You know, like I'm 43, I'm a little past my time, but I feel like you guys, thank God for men like you, that it's mm -hmm. like, it kind of gives the society some hope because, um, yeah, things are getting a little crazy here. And, you know, dating is, is, is complicated enough or like mm -hmm. human relationships are complicated enough. And when you add so many obstacles with like the feminism and boys are mm -hmm. boys and girls are girl, like girl, like there's just so much. It's just I can see why or your followers or your, you know, audience is confused. Mm -hmm. I'm confused, but I'm old enough to been have been through a lot know a lot of you know people interact with men to know better but i know for a lot of people this whole dating thing is extremely confusing and i think for women my age or men my age we're caught in between that new ways and the old ways, so it makes it mm -hmm. even worse mm -hmm. so um yeah no i just okay. want to really thank you guys for this yeah. awesome. wait i have i have another question so so a masculine alpha male he sleeps over your place what are you making for breakfast? Oh my God. Full what are you making on. for breakfast? This is the question we all, what are you making for <laughs> breakfast? So I have a special dish for my sleepovers. And is mm -hmm. this, I make this really good, like, let's call it fried rice, but it's not really fried rice. It's like rice with veggies. I add some chicken, maybe some sausage, you know, toast. Um, I'm super like in the healthy way. So I try to keep it super clean, gluten-free, lots of protein because my guys, they're usually gym boys. They like mm -hmm. their proteins or whatever. So load it with that. 
nice cup of coffee or sometimes they want a protein shake or something like that. I mean, I do give them the option of what do you want to drink? But uh, the main course is a big plate. Um, in Colombia, we call it calentado, which is that like a like rice and, you know, sausage and some veggies and, you know, that with some nice toast and maybe some potatoes. And yeah, she's, she's, she's not kidding because Latina woman, if you sleep over and you ask them to make you breakfast, breakfast, oh, you think you like, think, you think you're going to you get. Yeah. Oh my you, god. You think you you think you're gonna get like a little plate. This is right? time like, to shine. You know. Yeah, but but they'll give you Adam, they'll give you three plates of different Good types go. of food. They'll add a bowl of fruit on top of that. Then yeah. not only not only do you get a cup of coffee, you get a cup of orange juice with it. And and they're watching you. <laughs> they're watching you. They're like, yeah, they're like, you better finish this. They're watching you better finish this, motherfucker. But my last, <laughs> yeah. my last question. Okay. Last uh the last question. Top qualities that are very attractive to you you look for in a man the top qualities could be confidence is attitude right things like that is energy so what what you can come up with your ideal man he yeah, has to I have these qualities confidence and a quality for me is straight up take charge i can pick up on a man that's gonna take charge within seconds of the conversation take charge a, a man that is going to plan. I love surprises. I'm a hardcore Aries. I love surprises, obviously the good ones. So a man that's going to surprise me, I, I mean, I'm all in. It's a man that's going to be thoughtful enough to those little things. He hurt me. And holy shit, he did notice that I liked that movie. And that's the movie we're going to see. Like just the little the little things is what, what gets me. Um. With this guy that I'm seeing, um, one of the things that I like, he's not constantly texting me or at my ass, and you know, for lack of better words, uh, it takes me a long time to warm up to a man again mm -hmm. because things in the past or whatever. So I appreciate a man that takes his time and doesn't take my, I don't want to say lack of effort, but my past, like my passive way, doesn't take it as discouraged. Like I said, I never text him. He always initiate the text messages, but I completely engage in the conversation and I ask questions. So I like that a little space for me is great. For me, it's a non-negotiable. It has to be a man that has to work out and be in the gym. Like lifestyle is huge for me. I can't be with a bomb or somebody that's, oh, you're going to go to the gym or somebody that I have to tell them, hey, meet your steps today. Like that's how you get or you know, somebody that I can share the foods that I like to eat, go to the gym together, the lifestyle. He completely respects my my sleeping time. He knows that when we go on days, he's got to bring me back by nine o'clock the latest. And I love mm -hmm. that. Somebody that respects my lifestyle and has perhaps a similar lifestyle. He trains professional athletes. So he's a power lifter. So we do share a lot of that. Um, mm -hmm. and he's not being pushy. We've been seeing each other for about three months. I know, sis, are you going to probably not be so kind? We, we have not had sex. It's just, mm -hmm. if anything, hasn't had been like the opportunity. We haven't been like alone in a setting. We haven't like spent overnight. I might, because I want to, I mean, we had a little mm -hmm. makeup sessions and hat makeup mm -hmm. sessions, but I haven't put myself in the, that place where I trust him yet to mm -hmm. sleep with him. And in a weird way, he told me that that's he, it's attracted to him. That is not like I'm just gonna give it up to the first mm -hmm. candidate. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's I think that's that's important to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Respect. Okay, I had fun doing this. The beautiful yeah, feminine Colombian Andrea. Thank Ms. you, Bruno guys. Bianca.
right? Yeah, uh, thank you very so much. much and, and we're we're not like you know the uh, the like we're happy to shout you up or mm-hmm. shout you out if you have a social media that you want uh, to get acknowledged. I can put it in the show notes and all that. You can tell it to us here if you like. If you don't, that's totally fine. I, we're not pushing I, it, but... I mean, I'm pretty open. Like I, you know, I mean, I have very no like following or anything. I'm I'm, I'm I kind of like to be in the corner a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean. My full name is Andrea Ferro, F, like Frank, E-R-R-O. And I think I have like a one, like 1111. That's my my lucky number, my angel number. Mm-hmm. So I think on my socials, which is, I only have TikTok and Instagram. I think that's what I go by. And hey, by all means, I don't post mm-hmm. really anything. I'm, I'm more in the, in the shy. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like attention, but mm-hmm. I do get bored. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, yes, if you want to find her, if you want to find her, go ahead awesome instagram very creative photogenic she loves halloween so check Love. out some of her halloween pictures and what she dresses <laughs> up as really badass so but don't you send know. her any dick pics guys Thank yeah don't guys send so her on uns- don't send her unsolicited uh pics fellas whatever you do <laughs> no he okay. told me at the beginning he's like what do you want to be called you want to be called princess i'm like oh yeah. no i'm, I'm more yeah. of a wednesday adams than barbie so yeah yeah definitely not princess <laughs> Yeah, thank you, you so much, Andrea. Thank you so much, yeah. Adam. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you. Take, take care. Thank you. It's good. Okay, good bye. meeting you. Mm-hmm. Bye.